Replay on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNC. Featuring the best of the best from today's conversations, observations, and ruminations. Because great radio is still fresh the second time around. Earlier today on the Mac and Bone Show. Our next guest, Joe Person. He likes cake from time to time, but we're going to stick to football conversation with one Joe Person. Panthers beat writer for years, covers him for The Athletic, theathletic.com, and he joins us here inside a week from the full squad reporting for training camp. Joe, what's going on, man? How you been? What's happening, guys? Nothing what's much. What's happening, Joe? I'm just obsessing over food and football today, <laughs> Joe. That's how I live. I, I got to tell you, I was listening to some of that, and... Um, <laughs> I hadn't. I don't. I don't even want to bring it up because I'm, I don't know if they're a sponsor or not. But I, I will say I had one of the best meals I've had in Charlotte this week for uh, our anniversary dinner. Really? So, hey, go ahead. Go ahead and say. Yeah, where Joe. was it? It was uh, Supperland. I finally got to Supperland. It wasn't cheap, but it was. It was a really, really awesome experience. The food was just. Really, really. I never good. even heard of. Uh, sounds like it sounds like a food a food amusement park or something. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's in a restored church in Plaza Midwood, where where all the cool kids hang out. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why I didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, it. yeah now it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I figure they let an oldie like me kind of show up like on a Tuesday evening. I had to get there early and leave early on a Tuesday, but but it was good. Damn, I'm intrigued. I'm about to research this Supperland just sounds like a fun time. I like that. I like See, that. See, we right got there. back to that, that texter's mad again now. Yeah, now we're back, now got back the great Joe person. I'm Supperland. <laughs> now I need a reservation at Supperland. All right, uh, let's talk Panthers now. Let's move from another one of our uh, to another one of our obsessions. This Carolina Panther football team. So Joe. We were talking. I'm not. I'm not going to name the website out of you know uh, respect for you because you work at the Athletic and no one can compete with your Panther coverage. These national sites that don't have beat, you know uh, that, that don't have you writing for them are not going to compete. But there was a ranking out there right on one of these sites. Of course there was. I'd done it all summer, but it was based on the next three years, right? They call it their future rankings or whatever. And the Panthers were 20th, eh, but they were the best, the highest ranked in the NFC South. Do you kind of view? That the future is brightest for the Carolina Panthers in this division. They, at the very least, have a golden opportunity, don't they, Joe, over the next three years to kind of claim that status in the division? I mean, they have who is considered the best young quarterback in the group, in the division. I I mean, Derek Carr is what he is. I mean, maybe he catches lightning in a bottle for for a season or two, maybe. Um, But... In Bryce Young, the, the Panthers have the guy that, you know, size, part of the equation aside, which, you know, you can't ignore. But, it, it, you know, th- this is a guy that, that, that the world and the, the college football world thought was the, the best quarterback the last couple years, at least his class. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I do think the future's bright. I mean, it, I mean, we keep having these exercises in the athletic this summer for, for sort of these dog days. And it's like, what's the biggest question mark at camp? What's the biggest storyline? And every time I end up writing about Bryce because <laughs> it, it, it's huge. I mean, you guys know the importance of the position. You know what's happened here the last few years with the quarterback roulette. Uh, merry-go-round, and and you know, I, I think he's going to be good, but I I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it 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 is. I know he succeeded at the highest level in high school. He did the same thing on the biggest stage at Alabama in college. I think he's going to be good here, 
But until we, we see it and see that he can hold up over a 17-game season, it is the biggest question mark, the biggest storyline. And, yes, to, to your, your, your question, it is the biggest potential to, to be really good and great uh, moving forward in this NFC South. Yeah. Joe, one more thing on Bryce Young here. How much Bryce do you think we're going to see in the actual preseason games, or does this feel like this might be a lot of trying to showcase Matt Corral in those games? Yeah, I don't even know if it's showcasing Matt Corral. I, it, some of that, sure. Yeah, but I think it's. Too, I think it just seems like more and more of these teams are not playing their starting quarterbacks much in, in the preseason games. And would it be different with Bryce as a rookie? Maybe, but I. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's going to play a lot. I just that's the impression I've got and listened to to Frank Reich talk about it. I mean, he hadn't laid out the plans, but just sort of seems like it's going to be a lot of Matt Corral and some of Andy Dalton with with Bryce sprinkled in. I mean, I think those practices uh, against the Jets are going to be very important for Bryce Young. Um, I, I, I think I'm, I'm going to be, first of all, I'm going to be, we're all going to be fascinated by what he does, like every step yes. on the field in Spartanburg. But those Jets practices in particular, just like you know, last year the Patriots, uh, those end up just being almost like as important or more so uh, for the starters yeah. in the pre- than the preseason games. No doubt. No doubt. Joe Person with us from The Athletic. Can you imagine, fellas, how much overreaction I'm going to do to every Bryce throw when we're at camp? A good I, thing I'm not there every day like Joe. I'd lose my mind. I think about it three, <laughs> right now. I think about it three times a day of what I'm. What am I getting into during this training camp? God, I'm so excited about this kid. We'll ask Joe that. Well, I'll ask Joe. I'll to not take your question here, Mac. But Joe, you've done this a long time, like we have in covering the Panthers in these camps. How high up the list, though, in terms of most anticipated trips to Spartanburg, is this for you? New quarterback, new coach, new staff, new weapons. It feels like this could be just a camp chock full of storylines for you out there. It really is. I mean, I'd say to, I'd say it's the most anticipated camp since 2011 when Cam Newton came to town. Mm. Because I mean, maybe in 2016 yeah. when they were coming That's off. Of the, yeah. yeah, those two years, I think. And you know, when Rule got here, 2020, they didn't even have camp. Right? They was COVID, and they they had practices at the stadium and and in Charlotte, uh, which were closed to the public, and probably for just for the better, as it turned out. <laughs> um, I'd like to see but, those tapes, though, at some point. <laughs> but, 20, I mean, this is, I mean, look, I mean, that, that you, you you said it, Bone. I mean, the new staff, they went out and got a bunch of weapons to, to try to help Bryce Young as much as they can with, with Hayden Hurst. We even, like, I feel like I haven't even talked much about Hayden Hurst uh, since he got here. And in, in part, I know he's dealing with the sports hernia surgery, but, it, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool time if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, and and especially like you're you, you got Bryce Young entering a division that's not that that stunk the last couple of years, uh, at least last year. Um, so uh, yeah, Brady Brady's gone, Breeze is gone. I mean, there's, there's the opportunity is there. The, the Panthers are trying to seize it, and it, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. Like. Right, like no matter if whether Bryce is a just uh, you know whatever way this goes, it's going to be just really remarkable and fun to watch. No doubt about it. No doubt, and it really is a land opportunity, a staying division right now. It really is, um, Joe. The edge rusher position 
it's interesting for multiple reasons, right? Uh, you've got the Brian Burns contract storyline. Um, and I know Darren had the piece on, uh, Darren Gain had the piece in Panthers.com saying, hey, there has been an offer. What do you know about this Brian Burns situation? And do you have, like, what's your guesstimate on, like, what's he going to ask for and what what they could end up settling on? What's, what, what is your projection? I know it's a heck of a lot of damn money. Yeah, I mean, I think what's, what's holding it up right now is he's waiting, his side is waiting on the Nick Bosa contract to, to sort of see where that lands and the trickle down effect on the edge market, uh, edge rusher market. And so, you know, I, I mean, he's, the Panthers are not going to try to pay him like Nick Bosa. I think they would make the argument that Bosa is a different animal, like at, at a different level, both in terms of the edge rushing, obviously, which is mostly what he's going to get paid for, but he's pretty good against the run too. Um, and, and we haven't seen that as much from Burns, who is obviously a, a terrific uh, pass rusher and, and you know, the, the best player on this team right now for the last couple of years, so uh, after McCaffrey got traded. So uh, $25 million seems to would like put him right in the top five, I think, the last time I, I wrote about this. Yeah. Um, that seems to be where I think it'll land. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know that their their offer's been made. I think the, the initial offer, y'all, you know, they're is always on the low side. So I think they're going to work toward, you know, reaching a, a point that, and I think it gets done. I, I don't know that it gets done before camp. It may de, may de, depend on the Bosa situation, and uh, but but I, I I'd be surprised if it doesn't get done before the start of the season. Joe, how big of a year is this for Jeremy Chin in the new defense, the way he's going to be utilized? Well, what are you thinking about what we might see from Jeremy Chin, and how big of a year is this for Jeremy Chin in this defense? Yeah, it's huge because, I, I mean, you guys remember, I think his, his rookie year, like the, the game in Minnesota where he had the two strips and, and touched, uh, touchdown returns, back-to-back plays up against the Vikings. and. It just looked like this dude was headed for stardom, and and he's been solid. Uh, but you know, last year he, he you know was dealing with an injury, and he, his numbers and production dropped, and and yeah, you know, we didn't see the impact type plays out of him. And so uh, you know, I I, I think uh, I mean uh, we saw like we know that's in there that the playmaking ability we've seen, um, and and getting him closer to the line of scrimmage. Whether that's at linebacker in some packages, big nickel, I, I think we're going to, you know, I, I'd like to say we're going to see a big year out of him because it, I mean, it is a year where basically he's he's playing for his his first uh, big contract, and so uh, you know, I, I, he's got a lot of motivation, as you said, a new staff, and uh, the, the guy's talented, and I think I think. As as much as anybody, this change of staff should be good for Jeremy Chin. Yeah, yeah. If uh, if they can't unlock him, he might not get unlocked here, man. I, I really love this staff. All right, last thing, and this is just a quick hitter, Joe. Um, Bryce Young is is the only unsigned rookie, and a texter brings this up, and I'm kind of curious what your answer is. Uh, the full team will be there for training camp reporting next Tuesday. Is there any like? 
Are we getting to the point where we start to wonder, could Bryce miss a couple days of camp, or should we not really be thinking about that? I think it gets done. I mean, it, it, there's not a ton anymore in, in the CBA to, to haggle over with, yeah. with the rookie contracts. But it, 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 it comes down to when he gets his signing bonus paid out. I, I wrote that this week that that Trevor Lawrence got his 15 days after uh, you know after passing the physical that that made the deal official. So it, it's just in terms of like the outlay of cash and you know and it and it is a lot because it's like you know 24 million bucks. Um, and, but I think it gets done. I mean, and and it really has to get done. Before, I know next Tuesday's reporting day, but rookie reporting day is Saturday. That's true. And you know, I don't think Bryce Young's going to show up without a contract. He, I mean, he could, but I don't. That they, they typically don't do that. So, I would like to think that they'll have something done here by the end of the week. If they don't, then you know, then you start wondering, like, okay, when is this thing? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting, no doubt about it. And by the way, speaking of interesting, all Joe's stuff on the Panthers always is. He just did, Bone, I know you saw this, the breakdown, uh, uh, you know, you were reading this earlier, blurbs on every player on the offense, every player on defense, oh, yeah. every player on special teams. There are guys, as much of a Panthers nut I am, that I didn't even know were on this 90-man <laughs> roster, that Joe is writing like a paragraph or two on. Joe can make up guys and fool us. <laughs> here's what I urge people to do with theathletic.com and Joe Person. You're going to spend a lot of money this football season, whether you're, you're buying tickets, you're, you're tailgating, you're money, you've got a, a football budget. Well, Joe Person and TheAthletic.com should be, for your Panther coverage, a pretty high up there on that budget list there. Yeah, That's definitely. more valuable than half the stuff we spend money it's on during stuff. football season. It's great stuff. And on Twitter, great follow, too, at Joseph Person. Thank you, Joe. You're the best, man. Appreciate the shout-out, guys. Take care. Listen to Mac and Bone every weekday morning from 6 to 10. Instant replay continues with more in a moment. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. The exclusive home of the Charlotte Sports Fan. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Instant Replay on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNC. Because great radio the second time around is always twice as nice. This afternoon on the Wesson Walker Show. I always joke about how once I got into sports radio in North Carolina, I stopped watching baseball as much because the market just didn't call for it as much. I'm not saying you guys aren't out there. I know we do a visit to the mound. I know there's a lot of Braves fans that want to hear Braves content, and maybe we should even do more of that. I know Leo Mazzoni takes care of a lot of that with Kyle Bailey, too. So, I mean, maybe we could, but it just isn't as important in a city that doesn't have Major League Baseball compared to Carolina and, I mean, even the Charlotte Hornets, as as much as they have not been winning lately, Charlotte still, there's people that want to hear about Hornets content. I watch a fair amount of postseason baseball, though, and especially as it gets closer, I do enjoy uh, watching that when there are stakes. It's just the fact that, like I said, there's 447 games in the season. (laughs) So, you know, it's hard to get juiced up to go watch regular season baseball like that. I like it when there's something on the line. So we've talked about this before. This is a classic Charlotte sports radio summer topic, but 
if Charlotte did have a major league team, do you think you'd be more invested into baseball? Yeah, or, or, definitely. They would be my team for sure. Do you think it'd be a lasting effect? Because that will happen with me sometimes. Something new takes place. I'll check it out. And then eventually my interest deteriorates. I think if Charlotte had a baseball team, I definitely would be more invested and watch more. I definitely would, too. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. And I know we've talked about this. I, I know Kyle's talked about it a lot, too. Whether you could build a stadium in Uptown. I, I've seen some people say they specifically built that stadium in order for it to be able to be expanded. But not in that spot. It doesn't feel like you could have a Major League Baseball stadium at the spot where the Knights are playing right now. Yeah, I mean... As many seats as you would have to expand it to, then you're talking parking and things of that nature. I know they have the parking decks around there, but I think it would be a little bit congested, especially if you're playing games on a night where there are other things going Mm -hmm. on. But I don't think it's impossible. But I and I would I would love it, right? It'd be a lot of fun. I would be totally invested and that would absolutely resurrect my love of baseball again. But I do love what the Charlotte Knights have going on over there too. Going to a Charlotte Knights game, it's a blast. The Knights are always, I always feel like it's them in Indianapolis competing for attendance records in AAA. You have a great skyline in the outfield. You know, it's still a newer stadium. It's a great thing that they have going over there. No, it doesn't mean that I wouldn't want a Major League Baseball team. But also, it probably complicates it a little bit when you do have such a good thing going with your AAA affiliate. And plus, AAA, if you care about baseball that much, you know that you have rehab assignments and yeah. big-time prospects that eventually go on to be stars, especially in the White Sox system. You had a lot of stars playing over there at Truist Field, like a Luis Robert, who his first at-bat, he had a ground rule double. Yohan Mankata, when they traded Chris Sale, they got Lucas Giolito, Michael Kopech. I mean, they had so many different top-notch baseball prospects. And you can see guys that have played in the major leagues before remember like Dion V basically this is me naming off random baseball players but well yeah that's back in the day that's Fort Mill Knights but right would you um do you have any names or would you want them to be Carolina something or Charlotte something and then would you have any nicknames right off the top of your head that's a good question that's a very good question no I don't have any nicknames at the top I would want them to be Charlotte yeah, for some reason, it feels a little it feels a little uh, ex- exclusive. Right? The New York teams are the only ones that are all inclusive as far as their name. Well, they have some. I mean, we well we have Carolina. We have the Carolina Panthers. That's all. Inclusive. But I was saying the MLB. I was saying the New York teams are the oh the only it, teams I could think of that are all inclusive. Texas Rangers. I know you had the California Angels for a while. Yeah, I mean, you know, in NBA you have the Indiana Pacers instead of it being the Indianapolis like Indianapolis Colts, but yeah. Indiana Pacers. I don't know. What would you want, Fitty? Do you care about having a baseball team here in the city? Oh, I mean, I would love for them to get a baseball team, preferably in the American League. I would like for it to be Charlotte something, not the Carolina something. Do we have a reason for that? Is it just because Charlotte we represent? Pride with Charlotte yeah. Snob. Right, yeah, that's what it is. You know, and that's that's fine. That's we can it admit is. it, but I, I agree with you. Yeah, so I, I've always wanted, like, maybe the nickname to be something with, like, with, with, because uh, you were first in flight or whatever. But I don't know, like, if the Charlotte, like, the, the Charlotte flights work. Well, sounds good. We've had AU team with that name, I believe. Well, that was a common name when we were trying to figure out what the expansion team was going to be. But, of course, Bob Johnson decided to give the team his own name and name the Bobcats. But the Charlotte flight, especially when Michael Jordan was trying to figure out what kind of team name you could bring back instead of the Bobcats, too. I know flight was a really popular answer, and it's really cool. I love the idea of the Charlotte flight. 
Don't know if you have that with a baseball team, but I'd be fine with it. I'd want something a little minor leaguey though. Minor league nicknames are the greatest. Yeah. They're so they good. And so when Cleveland was looking for a new nickname, I was more of a fan of the Spiders. I pitched this the other day with a group of friends. Everybody else liked the Guardians more than the Spiders. I thought they were way off. I thought the Cleveland Spiders would have been badass. Well, and everybody thought initially when they were changing their name that they were going to go to the Spiders because that was their original name before. Right. I think that was a different Cleveland baseball team. It wasn't the team that became the Indians. It was something else. But, yeah, no, I I thought the Cleveland Spiders would have been – that would have been pretty awesome. I thought that would have been cool. So I want something very minor league-esque. We don't have to get crazy. We don't have to call them – the Charlotte Biscuits, even though I do love, maybe that'd be cool. <laughs> maybe we could do that, and it'd be. What the, the mascot's name be? Barry the Biscuit. <laughs> I would. I want Barry the Biscuit. Could sponsor and put little berries in his thing. Look, if we could somehow negotiate with the Montgomery Biscuits to take their nickname, say, look, let's do it. Let's take the logo and all of it. I wouldn't be totally against it. That would be great. So maybe we our can do- official state mammal of North Carolina is the gray squirrels. I don't know if that would go over well. <laughs> <laughs> the Charlotte, Charlotte squirrels. But I saw red wolves live here. I don't they're not native to here. I, I think the Charlotte Red Wolves would be pretty good. All right, so you're trying to do the state bird stuff like we're the Yeah, court. I'm just trying to look animals, different things that North Carolina's known for to see what might work. So Cardinal is the state bird. Yeah, but well, you've already got St. Right. Louis. Cardinals is kind of, you know, it's you popular know, now. You know, the Charlotte head. Squirrels though, that'd be a nutty baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> the Copperheads. Charlotte, that's more so, that reminds me of the arena football team. But isn't it when you hear new teams, none of them sound good to you until you hear it over and over and over and over? Because I remember when Carolina Panthers came and Charlotte Hornets, I was like, Carolina Panthers. I was like, "Eh, I don't know about that. But then now it's... You're used to it. I think you're right about the Panthers more so just because it's it's hard to make that connection. And I know people, you know, I know the story, but it's kind of hard to make that connection. With the Hornets, see, I I thought that was cool immediately. Hunter says uh, the Charlotte Pilots. I like that a lot. The Pilots are cool. That would be cool. There is a Pilots team out there, right? Am I wrong about that? Not an MLB. Just Portland Pilots, maybe yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I can't think of, of any pilots named, <laughs> teams named Pilots that are in the mainstream. Oh, I like Mac from Mooresville. The Charlotte Moonshiners. <laughs> yeah. We can just have white. game and get faded. What I would like is just to have a, a lightning bolt, kind of like the Charger mascot, except he could be white lightning. That'd be great. Somebody said 610 number said they really like, I can't say exactly what they said, but they said they really like Copperhead. Yes, uh, they messed with Ooh, that. Ooh, the Charlotte Butchers for barbecue. That would be cool. The as long as you have really we big. could have, say what? <laughs> for barbecue? Yeah. Then yeah. we could have Benny the Butcher come perform? That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Butcher coming. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. That'd be great. Um, maybe here's 704, who's coming up with like the most simple idea ever. Just keep it Charlotte Knights. Would you want to do that? No, we already. Oh, I like. You want to change it? I like uh, either. Well, somebody said Kyle S said the Carolina Reapers. That would be kind of dope. Oh, that would be that sweet. That would be dope. I, I could live with Carolina if we did Reapers. So if we did that because of the pepper. Have yeah. you ever had a Carolina Reaper before? I have mm. not, and I won't. Yeah, I'll like, eat anything one time, but yeah. I, uh, woo, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> yeah, I know you talked about some of the hottest stuff you've had. It was a Braveheart wing at Wild Wings, right, Fiddy? Mm-hmm, yep, I've done that, and I've done, I think I did something with the, the Reaper stuff. Uh, let me just, 
It did not end well for my stomach. No, I can imagine not. So what about Ooh. if we brought back the 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 Charlotte Sting and maybe make them the Stingers to tie? I in thought about that. I thought about that. Do you want a tie between your NBA team and your MLB team? I I, I want the colors. Like, they I think, all do it anyway. Yeah, I, I I want the colors to match. That's what I love about Pittsburgh is that they all have the same. Color scheme, that's the thing I'd want for, for and you kind of see with the Panthers, Hornets, and FC. Well, the Knights did. Yeah, I mean, but it so doesn't look good, I don't think. I, I wish the Knights would have kept it the same, to yeah. be honest with you. I, the color scheme is cool. I just objectively like blue more, but the color scheme changing, I just thought it was cool to have something different with the Knights. Would you want us to stay with the, yeah, I did not like the color change they did. I love the black and gold for obvious reasons, mm -hmm. but um, and I think gold is just very regal, but if if they did it, would you want them to stay with the blues and some of the things like that the Carolina teams? Because, like I said, the Knights changed to kind of tie in with everybody. The Hornets have the teal, Panthers black and blue. I think the Hornets and the Panthers are different enough, right? So mm -hmm. that that's what I would want. Can you throw something else in there where maybe you can have the tie-in? Maybe you could have some form of blue, but throw in something a little different. So I don't know what kind of color you would want to use. Does blue and gold work? For the gold rush? Blue and gold could be cool. I don't know. I haven't seen that together. I guess nobody thought purple and teal would work until it did. And then that was crazy enough. We've got some other ones in here. I like the Pitmasters. <laughs> Everybody's trying to That's go with some bad. Charlotte Pitmasters. That'd be cool. Um, Charlotte Flares. The Bootleggers. Vernon, right in the Bootleggers. We're trying to go alcohol-related. The Charlotte Flares. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that would be, yeah. Ric Flair would have to. He would be down to just be the mascot. He could just be that. If the Bucks wasn't team. taken, we could have been that because native to North Carolina is the white-tailed deer. What about sea bass or the channel bass? That's the state fish, right? We can go North Carolina channel bass. How lame would Charlotte that be? Charlotte channel bass. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you it be like the Charlotte fisherman or something like that with, with an actual. It would be so bad. It would not be good. You can continue to write the Charlotte racers, I guess, for NASCAR. You could have that. I thought Smoke about a NASCAR that. tie, too. I yeah. thought about that. Smoke would love it. Smoke would he. Now, here's the question, though. Would you transition from your favorite baseball team right now? No. I didn't think you would. You've got too much loyalty in that. Yeah, Although, unless you want to go to the Cowboys-Jets thought process, but that's you eventually why, stayed home. That's why I, I, I've said that, you know, if, if make him an AL team, then I would adopt him. But a lot of people think, get a little inside baseball, that it, when baseball does officially expand to 32, that they will reset the, 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 the leagues and the division. So there could be a scenario where I could get what I want or they could be division rivals. I, I don't exactly know, but I would not drop the Mets. I've spent too much money on the Mets <laughs> to, to then leave them and adopt a, an, an expansion team. Uh, we do have a great point coming in from trying to find Sirloin Hater. Blue and gold, isn't that the Warriors? Yeah, got a good point. I guess it does work. Yeah, Blue and gold would work. That's the one I'd want. So we can have a tie-in for the major league teams and have something different. But the Golden State Warriors do not call it gold, I don't believe, or do they? Well, we no, will. No, I think they do. We, we will. We'll be different if we ever have the Charlotte Pilots or something like that come aboard. Yeah, I would I would change, I think. I think I would. I, I, mean, I would always have some love for the White Sox. I wouldn't be able to completely quit them. So if we had a team here in Charlotte, then I would still – I'd pull for that team. But 
I wouldn't completely abandon the White Sox. I'd pull for them as well. But if they played against each other, that's the all-time debate. If you have your old team, play the new team, which one would you pull for to truly get a sense of who takes priority? I'd pull for the Charlotte whatever. Charlotte yeah, man. traffic counts? <laughs> I'd, love to see, I'd love to see the merch because I feel like there's no more you know salt of your town way to represent than wearing minor league team stuff that's why i love wearing night stuff minor league hats why i own so many uh charlotte knights hats or have owned and i think that's such a great way to represent where you're from minor league hats are great the hickory crawdads i mean i could not love them anymore yeah <laughs> the, the crawdads with the eyeballs poking out behind the capital h yeah with the crawdad tail plus like we're in the South. We call them crawdads, damn it. We're not crayfish, please. They yeah. nailed They <laughs> nailed that minor league nickname. That's why Catawba County, represent, coming up with a great... Plus, I got to see Jerks and Profar play there. They've had some excellent guys come through that minor league system as well. That's been a lot of fun. Actually, you know what? I move that we actually take the crawdads out of Hickory and make it the major league team. That would Charlotte be sweet. Crawdads, huh? Would you rather have the crawdads or the cannonballers? The crawdads. But the crawdads are so New Orleans to me, though. I mean, we, I've I mean seen, crawfish. Well, well, no, crawdads. See, that's the thing. We'll call them crawdads. That's that's country. Yeah. That's south. Crawdads. Okay? We can be the Charlotte crawdads or the Carolina crawdads, and I'd be down with it. Charlotte 100%. lightning isn't bad. Syracuse DJ said the Carolina, the Charlotte Skrillas. <laughs> that was great cash, homie. Yeah. You, would have, you would have to be the PA announcer, the hype man. Definitely. You would have to do that. Yeah, that'd be lit. You'd have a big old $100 bill as the mascot. You can hear Wes and Walker live and local every weekday afternoon from noon to 3. Sit tight and stay locked because instant replay continues next. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNC. The exclusive home of the Charlotte Sports Fan. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNC. Earlier this afternoon on the Kyle Bailey Show. Two days ago, we hit you with a fake football player draft. It was legendary. Made FNZ history. We do it again today on the hardwood. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Kyle Bailey with you. Smoke Ludwig over there keeping us between the navigational beacons. Walker Mail. One half of Wesson Walker. He fulfills his commitments. I know that much about Walker Mail. The Gen Z giant, though. Drew Romich, not so much. So the man who is always here when we need him, Colin Hoggard, has jumped in to fill his uh, very big shoes. Colin Hoggard, I appreciate you jumping in, sir. How are you? Of course, doing well. Uh, hoping that I make all of my picks in time. Well, we thank you for being here. Walker <laughs> Mail, uh, hoops runs in your blood. This That's is right. Right up your alley. That's right. It is time to begin this here draft. These are the rules. We have three categories. Coaches, guards slash wings, and centers. Right? It's a positionless game. So we start with the coaches, and we start with Colin Hoggard, who gets the honors in this one for being such a good sport. So Colin is on the clock. Wait a minute. 
look, Smoke, the pick is not in the. the, the I have questions right now. Oh, okay. you're running out of time. Slow I like his timing there. Wait, you, I have to take a coach in the first round? What's your first pick? It's a snake draft. We're, we're all picking okay, but a coach. I have coach. to take a coach. In we're the, all I'm going to be the one that gets slammed for taking a coach first in this draft. No, you're not, because we all have to no, take a coach I'm, in the first round. Like, hey, you, you had centers and you had guards and wings, and you took a coach. Good job, Colin. Wow. Oh, great. Wow. Okay. Great. All right, oh, so who's your first coach off the board? Who, who do you want to coach your team? Coach Carter. Got to be. If, I, if you're making me go coach in the first round, I'm going is, Coach Carter. Is there a greater motivator in basketball movie history than Coach Carter? No. What do no, you say? There's, there's not. It's a great pick. And uh, the fact that he's able to take Richmond to the state final and not beat the Tyson Chandler-based character, it's not any. it doesn't mean anything about his uh, incapabilities as a coach. And did you it can with still his, take him in the first round, is what you're saying. Yeah. And did it with his own son on the team, which can be a very troubling dynamic sometimes. It doesn't it, always it, work out. Well, especially the party scene. Look, I'm just glad he still kept a starting role after the party scene where he got a little drunk in high school but still doing a good job of winning despite that. Excellent. Walker Mail now on the clock. Do you have your pick? Is it in? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No Look. hesitation here either. Which no. Coach Carter, it's a great pick. I'm going Jimmy Dolan. Oh, yes. You stole it. Damn it. <laughs> you stole it from me. If you are willing to have your abdomen cut wide open for your team, for an individual player, after you took a cross-country trip, cross-seas trip to Kenya to find the next best thing, yeah. is there anybody more dedicated to the game than Coach Jimmy Dolan, who, by the way, is also a good hooper himself? That's why I was in Africa in the first place. Coach my team, Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy actually had to go to Africa to recruit Saleh because he beat the nation's number one recruit in a game of one-on-one, hurt the kid's pride, and caused him to decommit. If you don't know, now you know. The air up there, Jimmy Dolan, mm. he is coaching the mailman. That's what I named my team. I Given the way that the modern coach complains about NIL, can you imagine <laughs> how they complain about body mutilation? Oh. <laughs> That's true. 100%. It's a great point. Fantastic. All right. Uh, for me, Now, this one's a little bit more difficult for me with my number one pick off the board, but it's really not that difficult. Pete Bell, Blue Chips, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, 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 and that's quite, I mean, honestly, that's how I feel about it. I need a man who's all the way in, committed to winning no matter the cost. Yes, being willing to go to Africa, but also being willing to drop the bag when you get to Africa. I don't care what the rules are. If Pete Bell is willing to break them and win me ball games, Pete Bell is my head ball coach. The bag meaning the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> if you're willing to drop the tractor on a prospect, then you probably are a good head coach. And for those that don't know, you youngsters out there, Nick Nolte, Blue Chips, it probably is going to come back up in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. All right, so Coach Carter's off the board. Jimmy Dolan, the air up there, is off the board. Pete Bell from Blue Chips off the board. With the final coach selection of the first round, Smoke Ludwig, what you got? All right, this is off the beaten path. This was a box office bomb and really hurt this man's career, but I liked it as a kid. I'm going with Roy McCormick from Rebound, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is this. I think this is the second bad coach pick you've had in a row, though, right? Because <laughs> th- th- didn't he draft the water boy coach? He did. Coach Martin coach Lawrence? The man whose confidence was broken <laughs> even more than his offensive playbook. That's, That's who right. he went with two days ago. So look, look, McCormick has some anger issues. We all know that. But he learned how to level himself out and learned how to coach at the middle school level and turned out to be a pretty damn good coach at the middle school level, too. He's got a lot of talent. I'm going to take him on my team. I think he's rehabilitated. You're a great producer. You make a terrible general manager or uh, or athletics director. Mm-hmm. Just going to throw that out there. The coaches are in the bag. We move on to the centers. Let's get the big men out of the way here, folks. And Colin Hoggard is back on the clock. Oh, he's a snake draft. Snake yeah. draft oh, or smoke. That's oh, the no. second time in a row. It's the second I, time in a row I've tried to screw up the snake draft. Oh, you can tell how much fantasy sports I play, right? Colin is not happy. I'm preparing. 
frustration out the window. Oh, God, here we go. Smoke, so, who's your center? So, uh, we're, we're center. Okay, bang. Yep, Patrick Ewan's Monstar. <laughs> bang. The big green Monstar, bang, yeah, from Space Jam. Come on, got a lot of size. You saw how we dominated MJ. The alien version of Patrick Ewing. Yeah. God, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it almost actually redeems the Roy McCormick selection. Almost. All right, there you go. So, he took bang. I guess I'm on the clock now. This one's tough. Sticking with the, uh, the Space Jam theme. I'm going Foghorn Leghorn. That's who I want in the middle. Brown. Barbecue chicken. I, I say, I, I say, I say, I say we got a mouse in the house. I say, I say we got a mouse in the house. Give me the rock. Give me Foghorn Leghorn as my center. Give me as far as my big man. I say, I say, I say, give me Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, it's amazing. Um, communicator. Yeah, both of these are great picks, but the pick Vocal is it for leader. me. Hit the sounder. Smoke. Let's go with it. A little modern. Would not have been able to pick this guy a year ago, but I'm picking Bo Cruz. Yes. Though Boa, if you can make defense cool again and go viral by not being able to be scored on in the streets, then you're good enough for my team. Bo Cruz, welcome aboard. You're my starting center. It's a good pick, and I actually like the movie a lot. Like Stanley, it's very good. Stanley Sugarman's going to be left off the list. I mean, he's going to be, of course, he's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. He, he didn't get picked by anybody to be the head coach in this segment. But I liked Adam Sandler's role in that movie, and I like the movie, too. It got panned a little bit, but I thought the intricacies and the details of pro basketball made that movie pretty cool. He could be on my scouting staff. I like that. Well, that's he's where he's always going to be. That's, that's where right. Stanley Sugarman's always going to be. All right, so you went with, uh, who we got there? You Bo said Cruz. Bo Cruz. All right, that means Colin Hoggard is finally oh, on the clock for his big man. Let me tell you, the war room is delighted. High fives galore. Oh, Check wow. on, because the potential number one pick. The number one overall pick is still sitting there for me. I had to take a coach in the first round for some reason. <laughs> Neon Budo from yeah. Blue Chips. Give me a man that can rip a rim off a warehouse wall. So basically Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, him too. Yeah, him too. <laughs> Wes would be delighted. In fact, Wes is going to rip me a new one and getting off the bus tomorrow because that would have been you his passed, number one yeah. overall pick. Yeah. yeah, somebody said, can we please mention the movie that these are from? I think Bo Cruz got him. You must not have seen Hustle on Netflix yet. It, it's a great movie. But by the way, can we also just relive the fact that Kyle drafted Foghorn Leghorn over Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> I just want to do the exit. Kyle, what do you do during the what do you do during the evenings during the NBA season most of the time? Uh, Listen, I just wanted pick. to talk like Foghorn Leg. Yeah, yeah, really like a monster. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so we got the that's big from blue chips. That's from blue chips. Yeah, that's from blue chips. I mean, if you don't know Neon Boudot, blue chips, you must be twelve, man. That's Shaquille O'Neal. All right, here we go. We're on to the rest of the the starting fives here. Guards and wings have been lumped together for basically efficiency's purposes here. And in the spirit of this draft, we stay with Colin Hoggard as we go to the guards and the wings. Who's your next pick? Well, I, I need someone to create some space for Neon. Like it. I like it. And I'm going to go with one of the best shooters of all time. Yeah. A man that could do it at oh. Big State. He could do it anywhere. Mm -hmm. That would be one Jesus Shuttlesworth from He Got Game. That's it. It's tough to battle because my pro football or basketball player I got was Wancho Hernan Gomez. And you get Shaquille <laughs> and Ray Allen. <laughs> It's really tough to compete with until this pick, which the selection is in with it being my pick. Hit the sounder, Smoke. Can I interest you in five foot nothing Michael Jordan? Welcome Calvin Cambridge from oh, Like buddy. Mike. Yes. As soon as he puts on the electric shoes, he becomes the best basketball player. Yes, even at five feet. Calvin Cambridge, my starting guard. Our, Incredible. Our, our analytics department was very concerned about his height, his long-term durability, but I think overall, good pick by you, Walker. Oh, man. Glad he's off the board. I, mine's in. I'm, I'm good to go here. 
I'm taking you way back to the 90s. Now, the, you had two options in this one, and neither one are bad, but I need a little sauce. Right now, I've got Pete Bell and Foghorn Leghorn. There's not much <laughs> swagger on my roster, and we need that culture builder and a culture builder who's got a pretty wet jumper on top of it. Give me, from White Men Can't Jump, Sidney Dean, played by oh. Wesley Snipes. Give me, give me Sidney Dean from White Men Can't Jump. Walker and I the next morning would be debating should he or his teammate have gone first? We'll discuss next. <laughs> That's exactly right. Also, by the way, you do have some swag now. Coolest hat ever. Easily the I had to get hat. one with the flip-up bill. Got one with ball in it. Wasn't quite Sydney Dean cool, but tried my best. Yeah, he and Steve Smith have a similar you know, style of so thing in that sense. They flip up the bill. I like it. Alright, so Sidney Dean. Go back to SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, smoke, smoke's anxious. He's already playing his own sounder. Who <laughs> you got? <clears throat> Michael Jeffrey Jordan from Space Jam. That's against the rules. We've already discussed this. Clearly, clearly. So I saw Don Haskins from Blue Road. That's based on the true story. We discussed this, this before the segment. You literally took someone from no. Space Jam. I took someone from Space Jam. I'm getting Michael he Jeffrey Jordan. Cartoons, we took cartoons from Space Jam, you child. Pick somebody else. Kazam is still available. You pick Man if you want to. I don't care. Fine, fine, fine. See, I'm not the only one that's got gripes with so these rules. <laughs> I, Kermit Wilt from Hustle. There oh, we go. Okay, so you got Anthony Edwards. Like how bad could it yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. All right, Kermit Wilt. Again. I don't. I don't feel like they. I don't feel like the front office did their job there. It felt like they had their guy, yep. and once their guy wasn't there, they panicked. Yep. That's what no, it felt no, like. No, no, no. I got Al Davis here. Okay, I was trying to trade up for Dan Marino, <laughs> but Pete Rozelle over there decided, nope, we don't like the Raiders. Did it not occur to you that nobody else had tried to draft Michael Jordan to this point in the draft? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you not notice that nobody else had attempted uh, to draft again, the goat? I took Wancho. Okay. Like, <laughs> MJ's not available. <laughs> All right, Smoke, it's a, it's a snake draft. Stop complaining and pick again. Look, a lot of people, I, as I mentioned, MJ, he's got that dog in him. I'm going to take a literal dog. Air Bud, let's go. Oh, that's mm. good. It's a good that's good. You know, your team's actually shaping up pretty nicely here. You got a terrible <laughs> head coach, but you got a cartoon and a dog. And Anthony Edwards. You might have the most fun team so far. I like your squad League very much. Leak pass, baby. Leak pass. All right, this one's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, get, give it to me. I'm ready to roll here, baby. We can run the picket fence. We can run anything. When you got Jimmy Chitwood, anything's possible. From Hoosiers, give me a knockdown shooter. Jimmy Chitwood from the great state of Indiana. Uh, I, I think this guy's this the team starts to round out when you put a dead eye shooter like Jimmy Chitwood out there on the floor. Boys, what do we think? It's a great pick, especially because the real actor actually only missed the one in the classic scene of Gene Hackman right. going to recruit him, and he legitimately only missed one. Legit shooter, 100%. It's a great pick. Um, my pick is in as well, by the way. If you want to hit the sounder. With my pick, you went with a cartoon, Kyle? Yes. I'm going with a villain or a superhero. Ooh. Somebody with supernatural powers. Scott Howard. Yes. Teen Wolf. Yes. Welcome to my team. Yes, sir. Playing ah. in the backcourt alongside Calvin Cambridge. Yes, sir. That, that's just, that's good GMing right there Thank is what you. that is. It's really, you got a guy who can shoot, a guy who can handle. He's a team guy. And, you know, he just flips that switch. It's a little hairy when it happens, but he flips that switch when he gets on the court. Scott Howard, Teen Wolf, is on the, is on a roster. I love it. All right, uh, Colin Hoggard, back on deck. What you got going on? All right, well, I need more help on the wing. Need some more shooting. Also need a guy that I know can come through in the clutch. So the money is on the line, and that's why I'm going with Billy Hoyle from White Men Can't Jump. Oh, okay. 
Okay, Billy Hoyle, maybe the most unassuming hooper in the history of movies, right? You don't expect Woody Harrelson to jump on screen and start just, you know, dropping buckets. Somebody but, literally uh, popped the trunk on because of that, yeah. right? I mean, once you go get the gun because you got hustled 100%. Other than Hemi Chitwood, I think he is the number one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, so, so far, what are you looking at? You got Coach Carter, you got Neon Boudot, you got Jesus Shuttlesworth, and Billy Doyle. I think you right now have by far the best squad going. I, I was going to take, um, oh gosh, his name just left my head. The old... Uh, 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 the old pist or the old Celtics point guard, who's named Kuzi from Blue Chips. But oh, okay. When he shoots the free throws, yeah, and, and he makes all of them. Uh huh. I know you're talking about. And he shoots left-handed and keeps making them all, and it's the same shot. And the dude's 70 years old. Not amazing performance. Not as memorable as Penny and Shaq, but I do yes. remember it. All right, yeah. so uh, Snake Draft stays with uh, Colin Hoggard here after picking Billy Doyle. How will you round out this starting five? Oh, I, I, I have another pick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is not going to go well oh, for this him. This is not going well. This is not going well. well he's not catch. prepared. You need to make up mm. some ground. Oh, anyway. There's some great candidates out there. there some are. really good hoopers out there. There are some good ones. I need. I guess I need one more. Uh, Air Bud's taken. Great. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Damian Carter from Coach Carter. Give me the sun. Uh, it's not a bad pick. Every team, you know, could use a little nepotism. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, that's good. You need some chemistry. I'll go chemistry route as well. Saleh, welcome aboard. Oh yeah. So I got Jimmy Dolan and I got Saleh. I have the chemistry to go alongside my superheroes and MJ. Great tone setter. He's like Tim Duncan for pop. Bro, you got size for days on your team. We got a lot of length except. For Calvin, he's a little shorter. No, Calvin, no, he's. <laughs> or as West, or as Walker calls him, Scoot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but he only shoots twenty-seven percent from three. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, Smoke, picks in. I got it. One of the great basketball movies, one of the great pieces of American cinema, great date night movie as well. Give me Quincy McCall from Love and Basketball. Uh, my favorite. Quincy it, McCall from Love and Basketball. Another great TV movie. I mean, I, with that pick, I, I'm feeling pretty good about this squad right now. We'll review in a second, but give me Quincy McCall from Love and Basketball. Smoke, you get the final pick of this draft. Who you got? How is this guy still on the board? Who are we talking about? Butch McCray. Butch McCray. Oh, my God. <laughs> you literally mentioned him. Penny. <laughs> it's true. That's true. That's true. You're not wrong about that. Son I, got, of a gun. I got Butch. I got Anthony I Edwards this. and Penny Hardaway. I got Air Bud. I got a monster. Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> but you have by far the worst coach in this draft. <laughs> but the rest of these picks actually turned out to be somewhat legendary. You got a cartoon. You got Anthony Edwards. You got a dog. And you got Penny Hardaway. I mean, it's not bad. So here we go. Walker, I mean, you're strong here. Jimmy Dolan, Bo Cruz, Scott Howard, Calvin Cambridge, Saleh from the air up there. Yep, that's right. That's feel pretty good squad. about it? I feel fantastic about Colin's it. got Coach Carter, Neon Budo, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal, Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Ray Allen, Billy Doyle, and Damian Carter. I think you two are meeting in the finals. I got Pete Bell. I got Falcorn Leghorn. I got Sidney Dean, Jimmy Chitwood, and Quincy McCall. These are some strong rosters, boys. Well done. Tune into Instant Replay when the audio was so good, it has to be heard again. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. The exclusive home of the Charlotte Sports Fan.